G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. When you dig just below the surface in sometimes challenging situations around the world, it's almost inevitable that you'll find servant-hearted Christians using their gifts and skills, doing what they can, seeing the kingdom of God enlarged. Well, let's turn our eyes towards Indonesia where David and Auntie Thomas have been involved in education through workplace training, school teaching and tertiary education really for the last 15 years out of a longer career of 30 years in ministry. So 15 years in Indonesia. Better Learning, Brighter Lives is their initiative. It's an effort to help teachers to improve their teaching practice and to help them place themselves in their learning community. A special welcome to David Thomas, who's on the line from East Java, Malang in Indonesia. Hello, David. Hello. Good to meet you. Good to speak with you. David, you've been a missionary there with Pioneers Australia for the last 15 years. Give us a little impression of what life is like where you're working now uh, in that area in Indonesia. Yes, we, we came across as teachers. We, we were teaching um, initially in Surabaya, which is a, a big city, about roughly 10 million people, I guess. And uh, we actually joined Pioneers after we'd been uh, teaching for some time here because we saw that we, yeah, we we needed support in terms of just, you know, um, connecting with other people who were doing similar things. And so in recent years, we've been more focused on um, helping Christian schools and Christian schools are definitely a minority in this country, and Christian communities are a, are a minority. And so they're allowed to, they're certainly allowed to practice their, their faith. And what we've seen is a lot of poorer schools, more impoverished schools, they're teaching in ways that would be similar to in Australia, perhaps in the 1950s, very much rote learning and not much initiative. Uh, and certainly nothing that addresses the, the internet age that, that uh, confronts them outside of their schools. So we know that in Indonesia there's a huge population of Muslims and it is a smaller population and yet the numbers are really quite significant for the number of Christians. And so Christian schools, as you say, allowed to function and are doing a good job, but the practices in teaching oftentimes outdated. Is that the way you'd describe it? Absolutely, yes. Um, I've, I've been um, mentoring at several schools where it comes right down to I'm, I'm mentoring some very simple concepts such as nonverbal language. And that came about because the teachers seemed to be stuck in their chairs at the front of the room uh, or stuck at the, the blackboard or the whiteboard. And uh, just getting the teachers to go around the class, you know, to, to roam around the class and actually have those one-on-one relationships with their students. Uh, I, I see that as a, you know, something that has a biblical foundation to it, 
um, relating well with their students. And it comes down to some really simple practices that I've been um, teaching. And it's, it's amazing how something so simple really has transformed some of the classrooms. So your ministry is really all about helping those school teachers in the Christian schools to be the best that they can be. And so your ministry, Better Learning, Brighter Lives, providing training and mentoring. What sort of difference does it make in the lives of those teachers, as you say, when they've been restricted into some perhaps outdated and older teaching practices? How significant is it that they are released into new methods and uh, new ways of communicating? It really is something like... uh coming up for oxygen. Uh, sometimes I describe the situation of the teachers a bit like being, um, you know, um, how horses have, racehorses have blinkers, so or other horses have blinkers, so that they can focus on just the one thing and not get distracted. Well, in the case of teachers, they're blinkered by the government curriculum often, and they do their job and their passion, not their passion, their duty is to make sure the students get good marks. But after we do some of our workshops with them, their passion is to reach those students' hearts, to equip those students to become better people um, and indeed to, to become better people as, as followers of Christ. Um, so it, it's really changing the paradigm of the teachers so that they can in turn inspire their students. And when we talk schools in Indonesia, Christian schools, uh, we're perhaps not thinking of the same type of Christian schools we might be thinking of in our Australian culture, uh, but they're predominantly charity-based schools and therefore uh, the level of teaching uh, professional training is not necessarily the same as what perhaps people listening to our conversation might be thinking. How do you describe the development of teachers uh, who are teaching in these Christian schools in Indonesia? Yeah, full stop. <laughs> they um, they often arrive at the schools um, with a passion. Um, they stay there because of that passion to be Christian teachers. But um, as as one principal said to me, uh, the teachers here teach the same way that she was taught when she was a student. And the irony was that principal had been there for six years and she was still considered new and unable to change the teaching methodology, whereas I could come in as a as an expert and seen as an expert, and you know, point by point, kind of uh, change their practices. Um, so the, the the teachers, and especially if we're talking about schools in more remote areas, um, apart from there's no budget for them to go to training, they they couldn't afford the the boat fare, the bus fare or the plane fare to get to the big cities to do the training. Um, I went and trained some teachers in a school in Riau, which is in Sumatra. So I had to fly, actually ended up flying from Surabaya to Singapore, so out of the country, another flight um, into Sumatra and then a three-hour car ride to get to the school. And so I can... Well, with funding, I can do that. Um, they certainly couldn't afford to send 10 teachers to Jakarta or Surabaya for training. And so basically they don't develop their teaching methodology. And yet the world is changing, so they really need to be able to adapt. 
Well, I'm humbled and inspired at the same time by the importance of the ministry that you have in encouraging and mentoring school teachers in Christian schools in Indonesia because when it all comes down, when it all boils down to what's important here, David, and I imagine I'll get your thoughts on this, but the next generation of Christians in Indonesia are coming through the Christian schools. So what happens in the future with leadership and with all sorts of uh, initiatives that will be uh, helping to develop and grow people, great citizens, strong churches, uh, it's going to happen because these children are the focus of how they're raised. Yes, and and the, the fear, of course, is uh, if things don't change, if the teachers don't change their, their ways, then the students graduate from school with a fairly, to generalise, with a fairly shallow faith, which can easily disappear in the pressure of uh, peer group, marriage, work. And so if we can bring about some changes here, then quite literally we would be raising Christians who will stand up against radicalism in their village, terrorism um, developing in their village, corruption developing in their village. And so even from a a regional almost uh, peace and economic point of view, uh, I can see that this has uh, impact, although at this stage it's on a fairly small scale. Uh, But certainly there is a link between what we are doing and the potential to um, avoid or, or prevent uh, things like uh, economic disaster between Australia and Indonesia because of corruption or political disaster between the two countries because of terrorism. Um, yes, we, we do want the Christian students to become adults who will make a difference in this country. As you say, it's small scale now, but your ministry, Better Learning, Brighter Lives, has got a bigger vision than just being small scale. You no doubt will be wanting to make contact with people who are passionate about Indonesia and either can be people who could draw alongside you uh, or people who could be oh, prayer partners or those who would support financially because we talk about impoverished Christian schools. Uh, there's not a lot of money floating around for Christian schools in Indonesia. So uh, support that comes no. in these very important areas is going to be really uh, imperatively important, isn't it? Yes, I, I conducted a, a workshop on um, how to survive natural disasters, which is a kind of another arm of, of what we do in our training. And I received a very nice batik shirt for my efforts. <laughs> so uh, that's nice, but that's not going to put, um, you know, that's not going to keep us uh, travelling to these schools. So certainly if we had uh, people to come alongside, perhaps teachers or even former teachers who had a passion to come here and, and help us with the work. And also, yes, pr- prayer support is, is vital, absolutely vital. And of course... And, Trusted financial support as well. And the trusted mission organisation Pioneers Australia is where listeners can make contact with you, uh, make a donation and uh, just ensure that your good work goes on. 
Let me give people the address, uh, pioneers.org.au. That's the website for the mission organisation Pioneers Australia, pioneers.org.au. And you'll find a link there where you can give a gift, where you can make a donation. And I think if you remember the names, David and N.T. Thomas, uh, you'll be able to direct your donation towards the good work that they are doing. It's Pioneers. Yeah. .org.au uh, David, just great getting some insights Thanks so much for sharing your heart with us Today on 2020 oh, Thank you very much Before you go, thanks for listening There's lots more great audio on demand Or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au And remember, Vision is listener supported Your donation, large or small Will help us continue connecting faith to life For hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.